Many Chicagoans have been gripped by anxiety over the city's dramatic rise in carjackings over the past several months in neighborhoods all over the city. Carjacking victims are forever shaken, and the spike has residents looking over their shoulders and taking extra precautions whenever they go out or stop for gas. But the youthful nature of those who commit these often violent crimes have some expressing caution about possible solutions. WBEZ's Natalie Moore has the story. Kimya Barton's daughter goes to daycare in the Kenwood neighborhood. She's on a group text with some of the mothers and got this urgent message one day. A mother was carjacked. She was violated. You know, there was interpersonal violence that had impacted her. There were more than 200 carjackings committed in Chicago in January, more than triple the amount from the previous year and the most in any month during the past 20 years. The alarming number of people who've been forced to give up their vehicles at gunpoint have local police and federal agents increasing patrols and seeking harsher penalties. Barton says she's enraged that the carjacking hit so close to home and her routine. She also has other complex feelings. Because who's the carjacker? Well, these are black children largely from what we see, right? That's what the data is suggesting. And yet I'm a mother of four and I have two sons and I understand that police presence, though I, you know, I want that to happen. I understand what it may mean, you know, in terms of deadly force and um, fatality. So what is a black mom to do, essentially? <laughs> what is a black mom to do, you know? So I guess just kind of amplify our voices, bring light to this idea that I think black moms are really, are really scared. Barden is a professor of urban community studies at Northeastern Illinois University. Adolescent identity is her area of research. She wrestles with being socially justice-minded, but also feeling like a police car should sit near the daycare during pickups and drop-offs to thwart a potential carjacking. But she does re-envision what punishment or accountability should be for youth convicted of carjacking, such as, say, a rites of passage program. If we really do care about these youth, then some form of accountability um, should be there to prevent them from acting out not just in this moment, but as they get older. For now, emails and flyers are currently circulating with tips on how to prevent carjacking, often directed toward women. Pay attention to your surroundings when entering and leaving your car. Look around for suspicious persons sitting in vehicles or loitering in the area before entering or exiting your vehicle. Park in well-lit and well-populated areas. These tips are also mentioned at community meetings. Alderman Michael Scott recently held a virtual one on carjackings. 350 Westside residents logged in. During January, there were 15 carjackings in the 24th Ward, second most in the city. In this day, day and age about defunding uh, police officers, that is not the, the crime that happens in my community. In fact, they, they want more police officers. If they could have a police officer on every block to, to tour crime, they probably would. But he says people need to remember bad public policy that stemmed from the war on drugs and led to mass incarceration. Because it was an overwhelming fear about folks who were doing drugs in the in the 80s and early 90s. And, and we're now reaping the uh, repercussions of those. Um, and so we, we can't overreact, but we have to thoughtfully think about uh, what we can do with restorative practices such as the city's first restorative justice community court in North Lawndale. It's an effort where crime victims and nonviolent perpetrators work out agreements that focus on restitution and community service. They sometimes include services for offenders like job training, mental health, and substance abuse counseling. 
But those messages of calm and caution are hard to get across when people are fearful. The city is still reeling from the killing of a retired Chicago firefighter during a botched carjacking in December. Police have arrested and charged four individuals, ranging in age from 15 to 20. And some officials have called for stronger sentences to help send a message that committing a carjacking comes with a hefty penalty. Cook County Commissioner Brandon Johnson argues that arresting our way out of carjacking won't work. He lives in the Austin neighborhood. If locking people up made us safe or safer, we would be experiencing what we're experiencing right now. But he says the violence shouldn't be normalized. Carjackings are life-altering crimes. Kimya Barden, the professor, teaches a class called Motherhood in an Urban Context. Ebony Muhammad is one of her students. On a sunny winter morning in 2018, Muhammad went to get gas in Hyde Park. She went inside to pay, and as she returned, she saw her car moving. Muhammad thought she left the vehicle and drive, but there was a man inside of her car. I tried to open my car door because I'm like, I'm still like, no, 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 like you're in the wrong car. Like, just not even thinking that this is happening to me. And I like proceed to open the door and he pulls out a gun and put it straight to my head and he says, back up. She froze and he drove off. That carjacking just did something to my spirit and it just did something to my life that it'll, I'll never be the same. As scary as that moment was, and as she continues to work through it with therapy, Muhammad doesn't know what the solution should be as her six-year-old plays in the background. The mommy in me wants to say, like, hey, like, kids make mistakes. Because I see people saying, like, they need to lock the parents up. But you can raise your kids amazingly, and they can still make poor choices. You know, so I don't think that that has directly anything to do with parenting. Neither Barden's outrage nor Muhammad's pain has clouded their sense of community. For many Black Chicagoans, criminal justice is not a zero-sum game. They understand that the community includes both victims and offenders, and that responding to crime requires a delicate balance, one that doesn't compound the harm. Natalie Moore, WBEZ News.